everybody and welcome back to Escape Rocket. I'm Eve. And I'm Will. And this week we're going to be talking about like all of the things that have happened recently. D23 happened, um, so there's a lot of announcements, a lot of updates on things. Um, also the Emmys happened where we're going to talk about a couple of the awards because obviously they link to what we talk about a lot. Um, we are very sorry for postponing last week's episode, however, due to the sad passing of our monarch, we didn't think it was appropriate for an upbeat, chatty episode. We thought, it, you know, to pay our respects, we would postpone the week. So here we are this week. Yeah, um, we're, we're going to talk about the Emmys, but there really actually wasn't that much to talk about with the Emmys. Like, in terms of things that we are interested in winning Emmys, <laughs> unfortunately... Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've only written down about four things, but like, yeah, yeah. we can start with that just because it's uh, quite quick, I guess. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, so first up, I think the thing that is going to be highest on your list, um, Arcane won the award for outstanding animated production. Yes. Um, so well done because yeah it, it was an amazing series it's still i think one of our most viewed episodes on this podcast yeah, yeah um, it's, it is our most viewed episode still yeah <laughs> exactly um which just goes to show how important it was um we both adored this series um you for different reason to me because obviously you played the game that links to yeah. it um but like i came into it from a complete outsider perspective and still fell in love with it so yeah it was a very very well done animated show and to be honest with you compared to everything else in its section which was like i think rick and morty the simpsons yeah bob's burgers Burgers. yeah like everything in there was kind of generic or it's been around for a bit arcane was completely different to everything else in that category yeah i mean completely deserved like there was no way any of those other shows would have beat that like no that would have completely just ruined the credibility of anyone in the in the uh the emmys like voting for the emmys because like what <laughs> if that happened <laughs> yeah fully imagine i mean um, don't get me wrong the simpsons is great but it's been about for like how it's been a, it's been around for a while let's put it <laughs> yeah. um and it, it sticks to the same formula nothing's really changed about it since it started so you know when you compare that to arcane you there's just no competition arcane was so fresh so new to everything else that's in its category mm-hmm. it would have been silly for anything else to win <laughs> um at least in my opinion yeah uh linking to that there's there was also the the short form animated program um and the 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 nominations for that were love death and robots robot chicken star wars visions the boy is diabolical yeah the Simpsons won Billy Met Lisa, and then uh, the winner was Love, Death, and Robots, which also makes me extremely happy because that's also an amazing show. Yeah, whoop whoop whoop. Um, I've still not watched any of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. I've watched clips of it. I'm doing quite well. I've watched like semi bits of it, but <laughs> I will get around to watching it. Yeah, um, it is good when you when you I get know, the time. I just that's what I mean. Like I know from how much you talk about it, how good it is. Like. You have nothing but praise for it constantly, um, so yeah, it was it was it was good for the arcane, and it was good for Love, Death, and Robots. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Animated did well. Yeah. Um, I wanted to make a quick little mention for lead actor was Lee Jung Jae from Squid Game. Whoop, yes, whoop, whoop. I saw that. That's my nice. program. I mean, I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah, my program, but it then got taken over by the internet, which then made it less likable to me. <laughs> 
I am turning into that person and I hate it, but it's like, I don't know, some things now where they just get taken over by Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I don't like this anymore because it's it's too trendy. I don't like it. Like, yeah. give me my stuff to <laughs> make things, like, exclusive again. That's what I want. Um, but yeah, kind no, of, I'm kind still... Of the... The reverse thing is happening to me with Marvel. Like, obviously, I've always adored Marvel, but now everyone's hating on it so much all the time. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, fair play, fair play. Um, I mean, Squid Game's been about for like a year now, but I'm still happy that it's winning stuff. Um mm-hmm. They still had nominations in, like, Best Supporting Actor. It had two, the, the other two male leads, though, they were nominated in that um the lead female actress she was nominated in for that category like for her category so like despite it being almost a year old or over now it's still doing really really well for itself and that makes me happy because i'm like yay things things aren't just western (laughs) yeah yeah well squid game was also nominated for best drama series um along with severance ozark euphoria better call saul Succession, yeah. Yellow Jackets, and Stranger Things for, um, and Succession won, which I've heard is a very good show. So, me too. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I do want to watch Succession and Severance because I've heard they're both really good. Yeah, I I need to get into them. Like I've seen the trailers for all of them, so like I, I saw them and was like, oh, they look good. Um, but yeah, it's it's just on my a never ending list of things to watch. <laughs> it's just getting bigger and bigger at this yeah. point. Um, <laughs> Um, we'll probably come back to you in a couple of weeks with that, guys, um, as like an escape for the week, probably, because it's not like our normal type of thing that we try and recommend. It's kind of uh, yeah. non pop culture, but yeah, we, yeah, you might get a couple, like, a tiny review of it in the near future. So, the last category that I had to talk about, I'm not sure if you've got any more, but the one I just wanted to bring up was fantasy sci fi costumes, because there's quite Ooh. a few nice ones uh, in there. So, we've got Loki, Moon Knight. Star Trek, Picard, yeah. Book of Boba Fett, The Witcher, and What We Do in the Shadows, and What We Do in the Shadows one, which I haven't seen it, but I think I've seen it. I think I've seen it. Um, it, it. It's sad that Marvel didn't win anything, but you know, it's still good that they they had two nominations in that category. Like that's still yeah, really really good. I feel um, like like Moon Knight deserved it more purely for like Moon Knight and uh, Layla's costumes, but. Like Loki yeah. with like, the TVA stuff, it was just like <laughs> they were mostly wearing office uniforms. So like, they're just suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a weird, uh, weird pick to to put forward. Yeah, and I mean Loki's even Loki's outfit isn't new because Loki's character's been around for like ten years now. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll take I'll take any nomination Marvel gets, but <laughs> maybe not that show out of all the ones that have come out in the past year. Um. Hmm. Moonlight, um, though, yeah. Um, Moon actually won for sound editing, at least. It's always always a technical technical, or wasn't it that Marvel gets? Yeah, it's the technical behind the scenes stuff. Like Black Panther won the Oscar for costuming, not anything to do with acting, which is kind of annoying. But like, hey ho. <laughs> um, so like, it, 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 yeah, Marvel get <laughs> the behind the scenes credit. They don't really get any of the forefront and now, like, even that's, and now even that's being questioned because of all the vfx stuff uh yeah so, 
to be fair though with some of the with some of the stuff that they've brought out this year in terms of vfx quality if a marvel film won it i'd I'd be like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's that's true. Um, yeah, they, I mean, yeah. <laughs> when they're being shown up by other things, and like other things would be more justified to win it, I'd have a problem with it. But you know, um, that, that's yeah. just how it is at the moment. It's a hit or miss. Um, but speaking of Marvel, <laughs> while I was on my train of thought, um, kind of a controversial pick going around on the internet. Chadwick Boseman won for outstanding character voiceover. Um, yeah, it's controversial because a lot of people say that he won the award purely because he's dead. Um, I don't like to think of it that way. I mean, don't get me wrong; I can see where they're all coming from. It <laughs> that tends to happen with a lot of awards. Is yeah. if that person died, they would tend to win the award. But at the same time, it's a nice way for Chadwick Boseman to at least get the praise for playing the character of T'Challa even though he's not here to like experience the praise for it or anything like that still that award is like a level of recognition that he did such a good job with the character yeah i agree it is a nice it's a nice one i think with you know the lack of recognition for a lot of marvel stuff he never got that chance you know Mm. in his actual role really so exactly i think at least given him this (laughs) yeah maybe a bit too late but like hey ho (laughs) um it's a nice sentiment, I would say. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Oh, and I had one more thing to do with the Emmys, and that was Zendaya won again for Euphoria. Um, <laughs> she's a Marvel woman, so that's how I'm linking it into our podcast stuff because mm-hmm. Euphoria definitely isn't in like <laughs> in her age demographic. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, no, well done to Zendaya because she won it last year as well for the same role. Um, so yeah, she did a yeah. super duper good job. I believe Euphoria is a really good show, but it's HBO, so I've not been able to watch any of it. <laughs> um, yeah, unfortunate. However, when Last of Us comes out next year, oh well, yeah, <laughs> you, I mean, you can't. We kind of have to do something about it then. Exactly. I am going to make sure I find any loophole I can to get HBO because <laughs> um, I'm not missing out on it. But that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got there's there's a couple more I want to bring up. So one of them, the small one, Boba Fett won for visual effects. It did, yes. Um, which which was warranted. The visual effects were, were good. I mean, the show was mid, but yeah, it's fine. Uh, and then Severance won <laughs> for original dramatic score, and I haven't heard it, so I I wouldn't be able to comment on that. But it went up against Loki, and Loki didn't win. And that really irks me. What? <laughs> Loki didn't win for score, and I'm like, oh my god. Ugh. Yeah, Loki had such a good score. I mean, don't get me wrong, if Severance had a better score, we're, we're, fair play, we'll give credit where it's due, but like, from our opinion, <laughs> Loki was better, just saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all the haters, we will never stop gushing about Loki. Just deal with it, I'm just saying. <laughs> Um, Natalie Holt, she better come back to do the score for Marvel again, because oh, one thousand percent, she was amazing. Oh, that was a good thing. This is a complete. Well, it's not a, tang- a complete tangent. It links to music, so I'll give it. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. the Rings of Power was released recently. Oh, yeah. The Lord of the Rings TV show. I haven't watched any of it yet. I feel like we should talk about it at some point. We probably should. Um, I haven't. Well, I haven't watched it. Yet. <laughs> I was going to say, even if you don't, I will probably talk about it at some point. Um, But, oh, I've got to find it now. This is the problem. 
basically the score for that show um is phenomenal purely because i know the composer who made it all and he's amazing um he did the soundtrack for the god of war games uh, that's it bear mccreary he's an amazing cinematic scorer um and i'm so happy he's got something like mainstream i know like god of war was kind of, it is a mainstream video game of sorts but like video mm. games is still the shunned side of media a little bit <laughs> um so for him to be able to compose for lord of the rings and and or slash amazon amazing opportunity and he's absolutely smashed it from what i've heard of it so far um good yeah yeah so like this is kind of a nod to to tv and film please use like the amazing composers for video games Uh, at least the the triple a ones and whatever because some of the scores to video games at the moment are just breathtaking and that you know Mm. i am a musical bod so i'm gonna gush about music all the time but like yeah please just use more stuff if like use bear mccreary as like a motivation to do it please (laughs) or outsource all of your music needs to riot games because they never miss a single on a single song every single one they make is good (laughs) and little nas x is doing is doing the new world's anthem this year as well (laughs) of course he is of course he is I think right, you just go right. Let's pick a band or pick someone, and let's just throw the song out. Let like, go, do make something, and then they use it, and it's amazing. Yeah. Um, which I'm not complaining <laughs> about. <laughs> but I think that's everything I had on the Emmys. Anyway, everything else was yeah. kind of serious dramas and all that lot, which I don't pay any attention to. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, yeah, like with no. Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. Oh, oh man! Right, do you think he spat on Chris Pine or not? Uh, not intentional. If he did, it was probably just a bit that came out of his mouth. I really don't think he did that. I really want him to have done it. I really want it to. It's really <laughs> so funny. I've I mean, seen I feel it. bad because like Harry kind of embarrassed himself a little bit with some of the interviews that he did. Yeah. Like, and you know, the acting apparently isn't very good. Like, he's he's really not like kind of building himself up very well. So if he did do that to Chris Pine, he wasn't done anything wrong. It's kind of like. What are you doing? <laughs> His PR team are already working overtime for so many reasons, and then he does that. Um, I love the edit where they've made it like he throws a ghost onto Chris Pine. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. It's one of the funniest things I've seen in a good while. Um, so good. Yeah. But like all of that drama. Wow. Yeah, nothing in that video though as well with him spitting is... It, nothing indicates that he did it other than Chris Pine's like reaction. So like if he didn't do it, I don't know what what how what his reaction is because he kind of looks down and then like sits back and stops clapping. He like freezes. Yeah. And it's like what? <laughs> What's what your reaction to? I don't know. It's so weird. It, it, it's it's mental, but like all of the drama that's gone on with that entire thing is just oh man, I would <laughs> do not want to be part of that. Um, like that that is. <laughs> I mean, I don't know whose side to take. I don't really like Olivia Wilde. Uh, I prefer Florence Pugh, so I'm going to take her side of things. Yeah, Florence Pugh is 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 pure. Just she's our British queen. Um, we stand with the Brits. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I, I think the fact that Florence Pugh distanced herself from the situation and and didn't show up to things and isn't isn't you know doing the the uh, the media tour for Don't Worry Darling and that kind of stuff shows that like yeah. Florence Pugh isn't doing it then something's wrong 
Yeah, Florence Pugh's just being like, okay, stuff's going on, I'm not getting involved in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I respect it. Like, she seemed to get on with like every other member of cast and whatever, but some re- for some reason, her and Olivia Wilde just do not get along well. Um, well, I think it's because Florence is. is friends with Jason Sudeikis, um, and then uh... Olivia Wilde cheated on him with with it was it with Harry Styles? I don't know. <laughs> so now they're together. I think it was rumored they left. cheated on him, but yeah. Yeah. So she I think she's like, yeah, I don't like you now, what are you doing? It's just I mean, you're grown ass women, just get over it. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> that is not my place to say, but hey how. Um yeah, no. I still want to go see it though. I still really want to go see it because it looks good. Yeah, I, I I probably won't bother to be honest, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not your scene. But for me, it looks like proper. I don't know. It looks like kind of creepy. It looks quite good. Apparently, it's got a really generic plot, but it's got Florence mm. Pugh in, so eh, balances. It's fine. <laughs> I want to go see it just to see if like all of the reviews about it are false or not. I think that's why I enjoy going to see some films. Is like, no, I want to see if if you're actually talking out your bum or not because um, <laughs> a lot of the time critics are but hey yeah. <laughs> um, anyway onwards and upwards the Disney Expo happened um, in this past week and man yeah. there was a lot of stuff to talk about there was a lot <laughs> there was, although for Marvel not as much as everyone was expecting or not as much as the rumours were indicating which is quite disappointing but we've got some stuff to talk about anyway well, yeah, I was about to say, like, quite a lot of stuff did still get announced or whatever. It was just, I think people were expecting a lot more stuff to be announced or a lot more about each thing to be announced. Yeah, I think people were either expecting one of the empty slots to be filled or to get, like, a fantastic forecast. Yeah. Um, I think it was mainly, um, like, smaller stuff. But, you know, yeah, it's some big I mean... things we've got to talk about. The, the I guess Marvel did announce a lot of stuff, so Disney were like, "Well, you've announced a lot of stuff. We'll let the, we'll just give you like a small section or whatever." But I don't know. There's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, from a marketing standpoint, it's probably not best to release like ten yeah, trailers yeah, yeah. from the same company because then it's gonna. Eat Especially so soon after announcing them. a lot of things as well, for them to then have like, "Oh, and here's another massive announcement as well." It's like, oh god. Mm. <laughs> um, but, you know, I still get the disappointment. I, th- th- but there's a lot of stuff that makes me happy. Well, no, there's one big thing that makes me happy, but, like, eh. Okay, we'll, go, we'll keep going as we go. Um, you start. What, what, what do you want to start with? All right. I think I was, I was, I've got mine written down in order of release date for Marvel, so I'm going to start off with, finally, Werewolf by Night. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's... So, like, we knew this was happening, but they hadn't really... Marvel hadn't said anything about it until now, which is, like, a month and a half before it comes out. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's directed by directed and scored by Michael Giacchino. Giacchino? I don't know mm-hmm. how you pronounce it. Um, Chino, I think. Yeah. And we got a trailer, and, yeah, it looks weird. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I put <laughs> I put Werewolf by Night and then just one word of ugh. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, it, I, it's a Halloween special. I wasn't expecting it to be like groundbreaking or anything. It 
it's gonna be mid i think <laughs> maybe yeah especially since it's michael giacchino's first directing debut i think as well yeah. um, so that could be questionable maybe i don't know maybe he's a maybe he's a natural yeah i mean i want to be pleasantly surprised i feel like it's one of those things where i'm like i want you to be better than things are making you out to be <laughs> yeah um, but i don't necessarily have faith because it's a halloween special which means it's like a one-off it's not going to be repeated there's probably not a, a particularly high budget on it um yeah, you know it, i mean like i'm not yeah it looks very low budget yeah and because nothing was announced about it like marvel pretty much have just sprung everything on it's like a month and a half before it's it's uh, about to release i'm like is that is that a good sign or a bad sign <laughs> like um yeah that's true i'm hoping it's a, i'm hoping it, it's a good sign of them being like oh no we're just gonna like immediately build tension but it could also be oh we're really oh it's not oh oh no it's a month and a half we're gonna have to release something oh jeez. um I mean, <laughs> so what do you think about the style because it looks like I don't know. I mean, Marvel are kind of continuing the like the the, the trend of like genre spanning now because we've got like a black and white, like classic, you know, practical horror kind of thing going. But yeah. So I mean, it's kind of a cool experiment, but I I don't know how I feel about it looking like that because I don't know how it's going to fit into the rest of the MCU. No, I mean, from what I can assume, it's just it's meant to be completely different to everything else yeah it's, it's not meant to it's not meant to be like um oh, I, I just i don't know actually i don't know i'm re-watching the trailer and i'm just like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i have a theory actually because i've got another note here in the trailer there seems to be a bunch of tva agents i'm not sure if you noticed Ooh, that yeah but there's a lot of guys yeah. with like armor and helmets and like glowing batons um so yeah if the TVA is involved in this, this is probably a multiverse thing, um, and like Werewolf by Night will get like arrested by the TVA or something and brought in, and then I don't know. But there's also we also see the first scene ever of uh, the Man Thing, uh, like the weird big swamp creature with the ugly face. That is yeah, yeah, yeah. a weird comic character that I think in its I'm not sure, but I'm not sure if it's always been like this, but in its most recent comic adaptation it is it lives in a swamp and the swamp is either a gateway or i can't remember how it's explained but it's like the nexus of all realities so it's basically like a hole through the multiverse um and it guards this this swamp so i can see that being a thing like man thing and the the multiverse opening up through the swamp and then tv have to come and get involved and yeah yeah okay so if it's something like that that would be nice a nice connector yeah I hope they don't try and connect it to too much because I don't think it'll work. But, like, there's a lot of room for things to be, like, put in and then go, oh, my gosh, that connects to this. And, oh, that makes so much sense. And, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm there's room for it to be better than the trailer's necessarily making it out to be. Yeah. Um, I, d- d- I like the old style of, like, horror. That's quite cute. Um, especially combined with like a diverse cast, combined with like semi sci-fi looking um, people, um, so like that's kind of funny. That's kind of a Mickey take. Um, 
and that makes it fun to me but yeah I, don't know. I really don't know i really don't know if i have high hopes for it or not like i say it's gonna i think it's gonna be mid and if it, if i think it's gonna be mid then if it's not i'm gonna be pleasantly surprised and if it is then so be <laughs> yeah yeah that's fair i think i agree with you uh, one complaint i have seen is um the the woman in the trailer the one that's like uh, like hiding in the cage at the end um yeah i think that's supposed to be elsa bloodstone who is like a monster hunter character and she's supposed to be like this kind of okay. more confident like you know classic monster hunter kind of type and so it feels yeah, weird yeah. to me that she's there cowering in a cage watching the monster transform yeah. I've seen some people say like Elsa Bloodstone wouldn't do that, but maybe it's not her. But I think it is. I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Maybe it is, but it's meant to be like an origin. I don't know. Yeah. That would make that would kind of justify the cowering a little bit. If she's never seen it before, but mm. Mm. yeah, because normally like monster hunters are kind of arrogant to a fault. Yeah, that's their that's their character trait. Is I'm so good at my job, and then they get found that they're not that good at their job. <laughs> um, but hey, <laughs> not saying I've watched too many things. I want to be pleasantly surprised. That's 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 my kind of take from it. Yeah. Um. So next up on the announcement side, uh, release or release date wise, is Secret Invasion. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the moment that trailer dropped, I felt like being like, "I told you so" to literally everybody I know because everyone else I've spoken to has been like, "I don't know, it's probably going to be mid." It's like, eh, I don't know, and I'm like, the trailer has dropped, and the internet went crazy, and that made me so happy. Just yeah, yes, I'm so excited now. Yeah, it it has got me more excited purely because we're kind of seeing what it's going to look like and the kind of aesthetic that we're getting, and so I, I kind of know what we're getting a bit more now yeah um although i mean the trailer to be honest didn't blow me away but that's thing that's because they it was very much a teaser like they didn't really want to show much which i understand because it's very much a a secretive kind of show yeah i got to we got to see uh amelia clark though first look at Mm. her in the show which makes me very very happy um olivia coleman and olivia coleman yes I'm sorry, like the British cast, let's go. Like <laughs> amazing cast. Um I I think I'm getting more excited because I want because of the cast that's in it, not necessarily even the content of the of the thing. Um but yeah, no, just ah it makes me happy. Yeah, I agree actually. The the cast and then like the, the Captain America movies vibe is is what's, yeah. what's getting me excited. It's by an espionage kind of thing. Exactly, Will. Exactly. You're joining me in the hype for it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, super, super good. Um, Nick Fury finally returns. And Don Jeedle is in a big role, which I wasn't expecting. Like, he seems to be a pretty major character. Yes, literally. Um, d- didn't see that. Um, but hey-ho, he's here now. But they did announce that it leads directly into Armor Wars. So... Yes, I was about to say... Which is good, though, because we were saying in the last episode when we were discussing, like, how high, like, how excited we are for things. And we were like, Armor Wars has had nothing. <laughs> um, and now it's kind of had, like, two-ish hints. There was an entire, like, Armor Wars talk um, with Don Cheadle. And now we've got, like, a semi-bit of content in the sense that we know it's going to follow on directly from Secret Invasion. I'll be at, like, at least a year ahead of it, which... 
it's always kind of annoying when Marvel continues stories but has a massive gap between them. Yeah, especially when they've got other stories and could like completely different stories going on at the same time. Yeah. Um, but hey, how it's gonna Armor Wars. Speaking of Armor Wars, it's gonna be a six-part series. Um, they start shooting it next year. Um. Oh, uh, what? Rhodey gets a bunch of new War Machine suits. Woo! It's gonna sell those toys. Hopefully. <laughs> Honestly, it's like just, that. That's for the toy sales. That ain't for the show. Yeah, go, go um, listen to our previous episode if you want to hear our thoughts about Marvel costumes because we do talk about uh, uh, Iron. Oh yes, we do. Uh, Iron Patriot and stuff like that. Uh, War Machine suits. We do. Yeah. Oh, dear me. But, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not... I'm still not super excited about Armor Wars. I'm still kind of eh. Um, yeah. Because we've still not had a lot of information about it. But, I mean, when they're only film, when they're only starting shooting it next year, I'm not expecting there to be <laughs> anything really yet. <laughs> um, like, the most they could do at the moment is really storyboards. Like, they couldn't... <laughs> yeah, um, literally. But, you know, the fact that we've had... I don't know, Marvel have actually, like, acknowledged that Armor Wars is going to be a thing. There is Like, they've given, like, certain hints about things. That's made me feel more conf- like more confident with Marvel about it because at least they're... It's not like a, <laughs> a werewolf by night thing where they're not telling us anything at all. Um, mm. So, yeah, I'm excited, I think. I'm excited. <laughs> Ish. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, moving on to the next one, there's a little, a little bit of news about Loki season two. There was. Um, we're getting uh, Kei Hui Kwan. I don't know. I don't know how you pronounce it. I'm sorry, Kei Hui Kwan. I am going to blame say. the pronunciation on you this week. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 t- I took the I took the bullet this time. Um, but he, <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, he most recently appeared in Everything Everywhere All at Once, I believe. Yes. Um, and is probably pretty well known for being a, the kid in Indiana Jones as well. Sure, round! So cute! <laughs> um, except he's not but, like, yeah. cute anymore because he's like a, an actual adult. <laughs> he's not a child anymore. Oh, um, no, he's still kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair, you're not wrong. Uh, Very wholesome. <laughs> yeah, wholesome, wholesome person, wholesome person. But yeah, he's um, joining the cast of Loki as a TVA analyst or something. Um, I'm not sure what the word is but he's part of the tva yeah so yeah um there was an exclusive trailer that hinted that the show will basically visit like a different a bunch of like different time periods um Mm. so that's quite exciting because we're not i mean there's already like a 60s 70s feel to the tva as just as a whole that's yeah (laughs) that's the organization but like a lot of it was based in a time period that doesn't exist (laughs) um or like like a it really explored like the multiverse side of things, but going back to different time periods could be quite exciting. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we'll get because it's obviously going to be so Kang centric, and it's kind of the first—no, not the first thing. See, uh, Quantum Mania is the first thing we're getting proper Kang in, but it's going to be like a continuation yeah. of like all these Kang variants. So maybe we'll get something like, um, oh, what's he called in the comics? It's like Kang becomes a an Egyptian uh, pharaoh. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's like it's like that meme of uh, that that American history textbook with the white pharaoh in it. <laughs> it's just it's like obviously with, with Jonathan Majors cast, he's not going to be a white guy, but in the comics, yeah, it was yeah. like a white guy who was a pharaoh, which was quite funny. Um, 
So that could be something we see as well at some point. That could be something. I'm excited to see um, <laughs> Kei Kwan's character in it. Like, <laughs> I, want, yeah, yeah. I want to know more about his character. The fact that we're both so hesitant in case we completely mess up the pronunciation is making me giggle <laughs> so much. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I'm really excited to see how his character is going to be involved in it and everything. Um, plus more Tom Hiddleston, yeah. which just is, is always a good idea. <laughs> um i also really want to watch everything everywhere all at once because it's got michelle yo in and i love that woman yeah it is good i watched it ah see i feel like i i think i'd like it but i'm not sure (laughs) um it was like it was like one of those films that everyone i'd heard that watched it absolutely loved it and that some people were like it's my new favorite film everyone was gonna get a masterpiece and i watched it and i was like okay i like it but (laughs) i wouldn't go that far you're like (laughs) fair enough um speaking of Kei Kwan though um and it's kind of a side tangent a little bit from something else that was announced at D23 um he met up with um <laughs> oh, I can't think of the name he met up with Harrison Ford um yes. while he was at the D23 Expo and it was one of the most wholesome moments I've ever <laughs> um but yeah Harrison Ford was there because they uh, officially like talked about um Indiana Jones 5 I still have doubts whether that it should be made, but like yeah. Well, to be fair, I was I was given hope about it because Harrison Ford actually, I think, was quite proud of the film, and was actually yeah. like happy to be there to talk about it, which isn't a thing that Harrison Ford does usually. Usually, he's like very grumpy and hates being in anything. So yeah. So it was nice, I guess, to see that he was at least happy about this one. Yeah, he apparently got like really, really emotional when he was giving like his speech about it, and that just makes it's so wholesome to me. Phoebe um, yeah. Waller Bridge is going to be in the film, uh, according to the trailer, as the goddaughter mm. of Indiana Jones, and I love Phoebe Waller Bridge, so I'm excited. I'm really hoping she's British in it. Um, <laughs> I don't know how I'd feel about her doing an American accent, so I'm really hoping she's English. Um, but yeah, no, I'm. I'm worried about it purely because I'm like, I don't want them to make Harrison Ford like, I, I don't want them to make Indiana Jones like this kind of pathetic old man who's having to get other people to do his job for him. Like, I want him to be Indiana Jones as Indiana Jones is. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but it, you, I think people who watched it understand what I mean. But I don't know, because obviously Harrison Ford is old and he got injured when they were filming it. <laughs> did he? You got it. He gets injured. Yeah. You got injured in Star Wars as well. <laughs> I never read. Yeah, he broke his ankle or something while they were filming. Like in the first like month of them filming stuff, he broke his ankle doing something. Um, and they were re- like everyone got really really worried about him, and I was like, oh, I don't know if they should make Indiana Jones five because like I don't want Harrison Ford to be injured or wheelchair bound by yeah. just making this film. Um, but yeah, like you say, Harrison Ford actually seems like really proud of this one compared to temple of doom uh, no not temple of doom huh no crystal skull even <laughs> yeah um so i don't know it's like i have faith but i don't want it to ruin indiana jones because it is such a beloved series i still haven't watched king of the crystal skull you know have you not nope didn't bother i mean for like canonical references it's pretty good it's got a pretty good cast in it too it's got Kate blanchett in it who plays like the main body um 
Maria from the first Shia film. LaBeouf. She's in it. Shia LaBeouf's in it. John Hurt's in it. So if like you wanted a bit of like a somber, no, John Hurt. Feel free to watch it for that. Um, hmm. I mean, I'm sure I'll, I'll do. I'll do a full rewatch before we before we watch Indiana Jones Five, and we'll probably do a review on it. I would. I was about to say we could do, we could definitely do a review on it. That would be a fun one to do. Um, I also find it a bit weird that it's just going to be called Indiana Jones as well. Yeah. So it hasn't got a, a second title. Like even the first Indiana Jones movie had a subtitle, but <laughs> well, unless well, unless it's meant to be a conclusion, unless it's meant to be like a this is yeah the end of it. I mean, or maybe it's going to be like this is the end of Indiana Jones, but like the Jones line of it will carry on maybe with his goddaughter. They're they're going to maybe do that as a storyline. I don't know. Maybe be a don't time to die, no time to die kind of thing. Don't time to die. Uh, don't, don't time to die. Uh, <laughs> I can see them doing that. Yeah, and I think that would be a better way of doing it than doing a Star Wars and, and killing the character. Although that was Harrison's choice anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, back to Marvel. Back to Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> what was next? Echo, I think? Echo, Echo, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's go for Echo, why not? <laughs> So I think they showed an exclusive trailer at D23, or they at least a did. teaser for it. According to this article I'm reading, it was full of striking Native American imagery. That's cool. Yeah, to be I'm fair. looking forward to exploring the, the Native American side of it, and apparently that is you know, quite a big part of it. And I yeah. know that they've cast quite a few more Native actors as well yeah. uh, for the series. I mean, we've said this for like the past three times we've done anything to do with Marvel, but like the casting of shows and the cultural representation of Marvel at the moment is on par with like everything else, main everything else like drama wise at the moment. Like they're really trying yeah. to be as accurate as possible, or at least with who they're casting, trying to be as accurate as possible. Um, which shows when they're doing like the cultural side of things or like they try to bring in the culture because it's like you can tell this person is from that culture or is aware of this culture or it's like whatever you know what i mean um mm. so at least even if i'm not excited for echo <laughs> i'm excited for the cultural side of it yeah and and apparently in the trailer we also got um a shot of kingpin so he is alive and he has an eye patch, <laughs> so he's got shot in the eye, which is a thing that happens in the comics. Like he yeah. gets shot in the eye and survives. So, yeah. He's got an eye patch, everybody. He's a pirate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a twist and a half. Kingpin becomes pirate. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, oh, da, 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 da. I suppose. I suppose a segue from Echo. Would, a good segue from Echo would be to Daredevil. Yeah. So, start shooting next year, but there's no trailer. Um, we did, however, get an exclusive look at his appearance in like an upcoming episode of She-Hulk. Um, so that's oh, yeah, going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, the series is getting 18 episodes. That's that is a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that, that, yeah, I feel like that's too many for for what for the kind of show it is. It's not like a you know, a kind of episode, like non-episodic, you know, comedy series or something. It's, yeah, it feels yeah. kind of weird. Com- also compared to like everything, all the other series in Marvel, where it's six episodes. <laughs> yes, six or nine, but with like either way, we get about the same amount of content. But with yeah. eighteen, it's going to be far more content. <laughs> Unless they make it all ten minutes. 
<laughs> well, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, um, I get that maybe Disney are trying to be like, oh, look, Netflix did like a full-blown actual full, like, proper series. Um, so let's try and do that. But I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, speaking of Netflix, Charlie Cox said during the, the talk about it that it, this isn't a Daredevil season four. This is a season one. Um, Ooh, and yeah. therefore it is like a reboot, which doesn't make Netflix stuff non-canon necessarily, but it kind of does. Like, yeah. I mean, I think we all we knew they were going to do this. They were going to like cherry pick the things that they liked, bring yeah, that into yeah. MCU and kind of reboot it, and then just get rid of anything else. Which I think is the best way to go. And obviously, everyone likes Charlie Cox, Vincent D'Onofrio. I think they'll get Jessica Jones back. Um, I think they'll you know discard Iron Fist and yeah. maybe Luke Cage, especially with Luke Cage actors appearing in other stuff as well. Like so, yeah, yeah. Um, I can see it be like, yeah, that stuff still kind of happened in his backstory, but it, you know, the details are fuzzy. Forget about it. This is our show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At most, I think they might be able to, they might try and pass it off as like multiversal, maybe, and be like, oh, this is the different version of Daredevil or something. I don't know. Like they'll, they'll do something yeah. to make it because there will because if not there will be like that one side of the audience that like oh well this isn't the netflix show or like this should this is like and they'll just complain about everything oh god (laughs) yeah look forward to that guys um but at least if they try and explain it in a way that makes sense then kind of the ones who are going to hate on it for no reason won't have a reason to (laughs) they'll they'll be less justified in whatever they're complaining about could it be enough Please, I really hope the next series that we get, which is Secret Invasion, that there isn't as much complaining about, like, like we have got with She-Hulk. She-Hulk complaining has been the worst it's ever been in yeah. Marvel. It's just so bad. Ugh, please shut up. I mean, don't <laughs> get me wrong. <laughs> from what I've seen so far of it, I've not watched it yet, but, like, from what I've seen clip-wise, I've been like, oh, okay, this is a thing. Ooh, okay. But, like... I think everyone is blowing things out of proportion. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, there are things yeah. that I don't think are good in it. That That's, like, a fact. But I really don't think it deserves as much hate as it is getting. Um, yeah. I mean, in my opinion, I've watched all of it so far, all five episodes. Yeah. There is There are only very minor things that I have issues with in this show. Because yeah. in, in, at, the end, at the end of the day, it is a comedy and it, it knows it's being cringe at times and it's self-aware and it makes yeah. references to the toxic Marvel community knowing that they're going to be angry at it. And it's like, yeah, it's so uh, like, like when you watch the whole thing, I think it will be better than just seeing clips because because it, it's the whole vibe of the show is like that. And, and it, it doesn't feel as uh, as like, ugh, you know. <laughs> Yeah, like some things are meant to be cringe in the show. There are, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's not a show that's taking itself seriously. That that was the whole point of it. Um, yeah. So the people who are trying to be like, oh, this isn't like normal Marvel. Yeah, because it's not meant to be. That's why. <laughs> because <they're>, yeah, I <laughs> don't know. If if Marvel stuck to the exact same formula constantly, everybody on the planet would be bored of it. Even the diehard Marvel fans would be bored of it. And and that is just a fact <laughs> yeah I like, like people have been saying for years that marvel has a formula and like it to an extent it does but in terms of like the vibe and the content of the movie 
it doesn't really like the in the same year we got Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy. Like that yeah. is <laughs> what kind of formula are we talking about here? <laughs> Literally, and then like within the space of like two years of each other, we've had One Division and Scarlet Witch, like in two entirely different capacities admittedly they linked but like they were entirely different characters in those two like appearances um so i just i get that the internet is never happy and that is just how the internet is but like sometimes (laughs) people need to just calm down (laughs) just 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 pipe down you know like your opinion matters but not that much let's uh, let me tell you that (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway um Oh, oh, oh. Speaking of one division. Oh my god, that was such a clever segue that I didn't mean to do. Um the <laughs> it's a very loose one. The director of Fantastic Four was announced um as Matt Shackman, who directed One Division. <laughs> Segway there. Yes. Um so we didn't get like a trailer or anything like that, or a cast reveal, which is a really annoying thing. Um <laughs> we did at least get <laughs> we did at least get like the announcement of who was um, basically in charge of Fantastic Four, which was Matt Shackman, who did an amazing job with One Division. Um, so I have, I, I don't have complete faith because I'm still hesitant about remaking Fantastic Four for the third time. Um, but like, I'm confident that it's in safer hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's opening November eighth, twenty twenty four. So we've still got a long way yet, really, until anything's going to be properly announced. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think I think we'll get we'll definitely get most of the the news about it next year's Comic Con or D twenty three. Yeah, I I don't think I mean maybe before then we'll get a casting announcement, but other than that, they might they might even save that to be honest. Yeah, because they they're very good at doing teasers without necessarily revealing who's actually starring in the role so they they might even release a teaser trailer before they announce the cast officially or the teaser might be the official announcement like yeah 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 it might be like a teaser trailer and it shows the face of the characters or whatever yeah 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 yeah. so either way that's still a little while off yet um so you know not yet still excited but not yet (laughs) no um there was, right, so I think next is Ironheart. Oh, yeah. I'm still iffy about it. <laughs> yeah, so am I. But I do like the idea of they're, they're exploring science versus magic because the villain is uh, the Hood, played by Anthony, Ra- Anthony Ramos. Anthony Ramos! Oh, he's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited purely because, right, everyone who doesn't know, he's a musical theatre star originally, which is why I'm exceptionally excited. Um, <laughs> he's really good. He was in In the Heights, uh, which oh gosh, was that last year or the year before that that released? But either way, that I think was... It was last year. I want to say last year because then it doesn't feel like so much of a long time ago. Um, but yeah, no, he was the star of that. He was also in the original cast of Hamilton. For anyone who didn't know, which is also available on Disney. Um, so I'm excited that he gets to play a bad guy because he's played good guys so far. Um. <laughs> bad guy anyway um but yeah no i'm still i'm excited because at least i know somewhat what it's going to be about and who was going to be in it yeah i'm still thinking about it like i'm still iffy on it but i don't know because i have a little bit more knowledge about what it's going to be about i'm 
a little bit more excited. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it has piqued my interest a little bit because I feel like the Hood is quite, kind of a cool character and also it's not going to be like an Armor Wars thing again where it's like tech versus tech or, you know, dealing with Iron Man stuff all the time. It's like actually yeah, yeah, have yeah. its own separate storyline to, to deal with. So I think that's Exactly. That's cool. However, I think... A much more exciting and with a lot more information announcement was Captain America New World Order. Yeah. I'm and more I'm... excited for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm infinitely more excited about it now and I was excited about it before. <laughs> yeah. But we're getting Carl Lumley back as Isaiah Bradley. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny Ramirez returning as Joaquin Torres, who will probably be the new Falcon. Yeah. And... And the biggest one... <laughs> now, if you guys haven't heard, this is kind of a, a wild announcement. We're getting Tim Blake Nelson returning as Samuel Stearns, a.k.a. the leader. <laughs> so we're finally following up on the the second ever MCU movie back in 2009, yeah. was oh, it? 2008. 2008. Oh, 2008. But we don't talk oh about God. the film. Oh, jeez. But 14 years later, we're getting follow-up. Well, not even 14. 15 years later, probably, or 16, because it'll be 2023 or 4. We're getting yeah. follow-up on Samuel Stearns' weird forehead. How mental. <laughs> I, mean, I, yeah. I, think, I think there actually was... I think there was a tie-in comic that showed him being taken in by S.H.I.E.L.D. or someone. So he kind of got like put away. Yeah. Um, in some yeah, sort of prison, yeah. so I would assume they're just going to explain it by being like, "Yeah, he's been in prison this whole time." <laughs> that's that's got to be the only thing. Like, that's the thing that would make yeah. most sense to me. But oh my god, the fact that the last time we saw him was in in, in Incredible Hulk. What? <laughs> what? So for all the baby Marvel fans, never watch it. Don't don't watch Incredible Hulk. But know that <laughs> that Tim Blake Nelson was in it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Um, yeah, he uh, he creates the abomination by using Hulk's, some of Hulk's blood, right? Um, yeah. And but he like, gets some of it in himself as well, and then his forehead starts going, yeah. and then he's like, oh, <laughs> what's this going to lead to? And then 14 years later, <laughs> the leader. <laughs> yeah, but like, anyone who wants to go back and watch it, it's not Mark Ruffalo's Hulk, so be prepared for like a not very good Hulk film, if I'm honest. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's still, I think it's still worth watching at least once. Um, yeah, if you're it's getting an into the MCU, but, <laughs> but I, I never go back to it and rewatch. No, it. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. I think there's a lot of Marvel fans who completely ignore its existence and are now going to have to go and watch it because of Tim Blake Nelson. But like, eh, eh. yeah. <laughs> um, there's one other <laughs> cast member that they announced, which is uh, Shira Haas joining as yes. Sabra which is the first Israeli superhero. Um, there's been quite a lot of controversy about this because uh, obviously the um, Israel-Palestine conflict or the Israel uh, basically genocide of Palestinians, etc. Mm. Um, free Palestine, we are on that side. Just want to point that out. Oh, at least I mm-hmm. am. <laughs> You're talking yeah, about yeah. it, but I you are too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And so... Like, I have no problem with him having an Israeli superhero. I know, obviously, it's not the fault of most Israelis. Yeah. Uh, but I think that uh, Sabra, the name of the superhero, 
shares the name with a Palestinian like concentration camp kind of thing, like uh, like camp that they have for them, yeah. which is yeah. I mean, it makes it slightly better if that came first. But yeah. I think the fact that they've now, either way, they've now announced this character and they've announced that the name is Sabre and it's like, okay, well, you've just said that they're going to be called that. So that's kind of a... Yeah. Um, and in the comics, she was created as like a hero for the Israeli military as well. So if they try, if they do that, that's also questionable. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they get around it. I can see them doing like, you know, she's defecting from the military or or, they'll, or she'll just be Israeli and that'll, they'll leave it at that and it's they kind of have a new origin. But yeah, yeah. they've got to speak, they've got to tread carefully because they really can't say I mean, Marvel has come under fire like <laughs> a lot for just dodging political anything and a lot of people, at least, well, a lot of people on the internet are now seeing this as, like, Marvel are subtly hinting at a side that they're taking about things. And I don't think that's anywhere near what's what they're meaning to do. But it's like... No, I don't. Ah, you could have you thought of that through a little bit more, guys. Just, just a tad. Yeah. Um, Marvel always, and especially, at least recently, has been so progressive. I don't think they would ever take a pro-Israel stance on this. No. Um, I don't know if they would necessarily be fully pro take a for a pro Palestine stance on it either. But I, I yeah, I, I, I it'll be interesting to see how they handle it. Yeah, going back to what you said, just in, just to clarify. Um, so the name Sabra or Sabra is reminiscent of the Sabra and Shatila massacre. Um, which happened in 1982. It's coming up to its 40th anniversary, which is insane. Oh, okay. um, but it ended up with... It, it, <laughs> it was the murder of 3,500 Palestinian refugees, or at least mainly Palestinian refugees. Um, it was an absolutely awful, awful tragedy. Um, and it, it, yeah, it's a little bit on the nose. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so I, I read that it was a, it was a camp, but I guess, yeah, if this, I mean, that's yeah equally as bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean like, it could have happened in a camp that's possibly where because I mean there were refugees mm, it could have happened maybe. in a camp but either way it's yeah Marvel you need to think things through a little bit more when you think of things um, like I think mm. this would be possibly the one if the character is originally called Sabre long before the the, the, the massive tragedy then I think at least contextually they should have thought and gone okay for for once we're actually just going to change the name um yeah because then i, I don't know or, or like you say they just don't they literally just <laughs> they make her personality be like okay she is israeli that's about it and they don't go into any further depth about it um yeah i think that's probably their safest bet is to definitely. Uh, maybe after this backlash they're getting change the name and yeah. just kind of leave out any kind of military background or anything like that yeah um, and just have her be from israel and then that's, yeah that's it it's like now you've chosen the name you're kind of gonna have to live with the choice you've made but you can you can still kind of mm. i wouldn't say make it better but you can well you can not make it right but you can still make it slightly better with what you choose to do with that character but you know all will be revealed may 3rd mm. 2024 um <laughs> <laughs> subtle plug <Right>. anyway <laughs> um 
Um, moving onwards. So I think there's only really one more Marvel announcement, um, but it's the biggest one. Um, so we kind of save the best to last. Woo! <laughs> uh, so yeah, after that we've we've got the Thunderbolts. And the lineup and was got, revealed. Yeah, we've got a lineup for the team. Well, not not necessarily the whole team, but no, true, most true, true. of the team at least. Um, do you want to read them out? I'm so excited. So we have <laughs> we've got uh, Ghost, Red Guardian, the Winter Soldier, U.S. Agent, Taskmaster. Black Widow uh, and Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Yes, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I have to say, um, Red Guardian was kind of out of left field. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I was not expecting to see him in the team. Random, unless he's going to be there at comic relief. Maybe I don't know. He. <laughs> oh um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Taskmaster doesn't talk. Ghost isn't going to be com- com- comedy relief. Neither. Well, is, yeah, no, true. Like Bucky or Black USA Widow really Agent, ain't going to be. <laughs> Um, yeah so <laughs> I'm so excited like I'm just so excited yeah I I am disappointed that we have no Zemo yeah um, Zemo is such an integral part of the at least the original comics like he's the one that formed the team um, it's like and th- there's no reason why it wouldn't be why they wouldn't include Zemo necessarily yeah I just I don't know, but maybe he will be in it. Maybe he'll be the villain. Maybe they'll be breaking him out of prison, or I don't know. Whatever. I, I don't see There'll them not including Zemo. I was going to say, like you say, this could be like half of the lineup. This This might not be mm. the full thing. I mean, I think this is going to be a large part of it. Um, And like, much like Suicide Squad in the sense that they told people that Harley Quinn was going to be in it, etc. Like, they've said that Black Widow and Winter Soldier are going to be in it because that's going to build hype. Um, yeah, but yeah, I th- I think there's still people missing off that list. Yeah, one of one of them actually, notably, is Abomination, mm-hmm. because he seems like an obvious choice, like kind of a reformed villain that yeah. is, you know, in prison. I mean, you know, they they have a thing with him in She-Hulk. I won't spoil it, but like, depending on where his story ends in She-Hulk, he, you know, might not be in a position that he would be part of. Yeah. The Thunderbolts, I don't know how that's going to go, but like, I don't see, again, not including him seems weird, especially since yeah, yeah. one of the complaints everyone's had is that the entire team are just like the same. Yeah. They're just like people with like en- slightly enhanced <laughs> strength. Yeah. Or something. There's, no, there's, no, like, there's no one really there who's superhuman, effectively. Like, everyone's just kind of... Yeah, except Ghost. Yeah. But even though... Like... That, that's one out of like the list of like six. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the, there's they have three super soldiers on the team yeah and two widows <laughs> I'm so oh my god I'm so excited for Black Widow and Winter Soldier in in one team together it's gonna be so mm. much fun um but yeah no um yeah there just needs to be a bit more I don't know well obviously not Ghost but like there needs to be a bit more superhuman representation um yeah I mean maybe there's a reason for it maybe like superpowers are kind of a an unwieldy thing that they don't want to have to deal with um, and I think not including the abomination makes sense if it's a stealth mission. <laughs> so, yeah, that is good. <laughs> yeah, that um, you know, having like having like two widows and a ghost who can walk through walls and yeah, you know, a, mi- a couple of military operatives like makes sense for if it's a if it's a more an espionage thing, espionage thing. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. I don't know who the villain's going to be. 
Um, that'll be interesting to see. I saw a lot of people saying like it, you know, they were before the leader thing was announced, where they were saying, oh, maybe it'd be the leader. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I don't think that'll be the case now. No. Maybe it will be. I don't know. But I don't, I don't think they'd have the leader as a villain of two movies in the same year. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. That wouldn't. Also got director announcement. That's going to be Drake, Jake Schreier. Schreier. Um, yeah. I don't know what else he's announced. What else he's directed before. But I mean, I can have a quick look now. Um, but either way, that's going to hit theaters July 26, 2024. So again, another one that's going to have like a little bit of a weight on it. But... Oh, dude, 2024 is going to be so good. We're going to get Captain America, Thunderbolts, and Fantastic Four. <laughs> Honestly, it's going to be a money-making year for Marvel. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah. Let's have a look what Jake Schreier's done. I really don't know how to pronounce it, whether it's Schreier or Schreier, but we'll say Schreier for now. Um, What have you done? This is where it's like, this is his debut thing. Um... <laughs> Do I know any of these films? Oh, he directed Paper Towns, which is a completely different vibe. Um, oh. <laughs> wow, okay. okay. Okay, then. Director uh, of a John Green uh, adaptation. <laughs> Robert and Frank, uh, I Can See You, Nothing Came to Me, We All Die Young. That sounds happy. Uh, <laughs> Seems like a lot of coming-of-age movies. Yeah, which isn't really anyone who's in that cast. Everyone in that cast is an established person. Um, he's directed a lot of music videos. Yeah, there's no, there's no kids. Yeah, oh. he's, he's directed a lot of music videos. <laughs> um, TV shows he did... Shameless. He's done one episode of Shameless. Um, he, okay, so let's put it this way. He's fairly unknown as a director. <laughs> um... Yeah, and doesn't seem to have much experience in, in I guess, action, like, no. spy thrillers. <laughs> yeah. You know, know what? We'll give him the benefit of the We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, either way, I have faith in the cast, even if the directing is awful. <laughs> um, I will put my disclaimer <laughs> in. Um, but yeah, no, that's still a long way off, July 26th. Um, oh, and there was also one more Marvel announcement. Which I can't believe I'm the one to bring it up, <laughs> uh, but there was a trailer for the Marvels, which showed a dynamic oh, yeah, they, between, they show between the yeah between the trio. Um, that was about yeah, it. Yeah, they're all swapping places, aren't they? And that comes to theaters July twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. So yeah, I think that's it for for like Marvel project announcements. There are some games like Marvel games. There's a new multiverse ride. Oh yeah, the multiverse ride. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just just for that stuff quickly. There's a new multiverse ride opening up Avengers Campus, uh, like Avengers from across the multiverse versus King Thanos, which is a Thanos that won. There you go. Um, yeah. A couple of new games. We had a well, Midnight Suns got undelayed. <laughs> it was delayed till <laughs> next year, and it's now been undelayed back to this year for December. Yay! And Marvel World of Heroes was announced by the Pokemon Go developers, Niantic. Like a Pokemon Go style Marvel game, which is weird. I'm sort of excited. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how the hell it's going to work, but I'm sort of excited. And they also teased a Captain America and Black Panther World War Two game, which is very cool. <laughs> they did, yeah. It looks well. It sounds really cool. But hey ho, I have faith that it's going to be okay. Um, yes. I'm hoping it's not something like Call of Duty. Like I'm really hoping they're not trying to do like some like. <laughs> 
online game like at least make it like a third player thing or at least make it like a, i don't know yeah. just make it fun that doesn't mean i have to try and find people to play a game with or, and require an internet connection like just just let me live my little lonely life in peace um i, I don't th- yeah i think it'll be yeah i think it will just be like a campaign based single player thing i don't know if they announced yeah. what kind of game it is maybe they did um but i don't know Sounds cool either way. Yeah. So I think that anyway, that's everything I have about the Disney Expo, at least the Marvel side of it. Yeah, there's there's quite a lot of more announcements like the the Disney animation, live action and Star Wars stuff. So we will... We we haven't got time to do that this week, but next week we can come back to it and and have a discussion about that stuff. I've got so much stuff. And maybe dive a bit deeper into Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles if we really want to, because I've got notes about that too. (laughs) Yes, drama! Let's do a drama episode. That's going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, uh, if that is everything for this week, don't forget to check out the rest of our episodes. We've been going for like over a year now. We've got tons and tons of episodes to go have a look at. Um, Feel free to check out any of the ones that we've already mentioned this episode and any of the extras. Um... Or, as always, remember to follow our Instagram or Twitter or TikTok um, just to stay updated about everything. And if that is everything, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.